What's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you could make it. Come on in, take a seat, get comfortable. It's going to be a fun one. Talk about fun one, this week has been quite fun for news. Don't know if you've seen Kanye West just tearing it up as per usual with his, his announcement of his election campaign. I am stoked for that. I can just imagine his inauguration speech when he's wearing the college dropout bear costume. What a sight that would be. And of course the national anthem would have to be Love Lockdown, of course. Eight weights and heartbreaks, you can't go against it. And then the Secret Service, wearing oversized beige t-shirts and Yeezys, sight to behold. And then Kim Kardashian being the first lady, I cannot wait. And I could just imagine a president of the United States having a wacky and controversial Twitter account. Yeah, could you, could you imagine that? I think so. It would certainly be something. But since we're on the topic of something, let's talk about this week's guest. Yes, you heard correctly, not guests. Guest, we're going for one this week because he can handle it, we know that. So this week we'd like to welcome Young B from the scene, the Pollock Shaw's pro, the Tesco trooper, Bilal Massey. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Shalom. It's lovely Shalom. to be here. As a, as a viewer, as a stan, as some may call it, I find it a great privilege to be here. I'm glad that you're a stalker fan. It just it warms my heart. There are people out there that listen. Who knew? Well, in voice note sessions tradition, we do have to start off with the conspiracy question. Now, speaking to you before the podcast, you were like, I'd like to be asked about conspiracies. And I was like, well, this is the podcast for it. So, Young B, take it away. What conspiracy do you subscribe to? Well, oh, there's so many conspiracy theories that I love. You know, there's a typical... Oh, did Madeline McCann, was she uh, kidnapped, the moon landing? But what I always want to think about is the Bermuda Triangle. Does that place really exist? Thank you. Originality. Because when you mentioned the previously mentioned conspiracies, and I was like, oh, is, is he going to go for like 5G towers or moon landing yeah. again? But you, you came with something I haven't really given much thought to on the podcast before, so thank you. Continue. No. Sorry, I interrupted. But, yeah, it's something... It's always intrigued me. This just random triangle, or presumably triangle, on the Earth, where just everything disappears. It just doesn't make sense. Where do all the ships, where do all the boats, where do all the people disappear to? And it's just something, you know, that's sparked my interest. And actually, I've been watching something on Netflix called Dark. And this isn't sponsored. Um, but it, delves- it is. Well, we'll get that sponsorship soon, <laughs> but carry on. It delves into the whole thing about time travel. And you know, that's what I always thought. Maybe it's like a portal to a different, to the past, to the future. You, know, you never know unless you actually go there. But then the the consequence of going there is you disappear. So is exactly. it worth it? Well, I guess, well, that's the thing. You don't have any control. Do you choose? Does someone come up to you as soon as you enter the Bermuda Triangle? Hi, mate. Do you want to go to the past, to the uh, future? So it's all kind of toss of the coin. It's kind of like a, a, the black hole theory. It's like you'll, yeah. you'll never know until you do it. But then that's thing of if I go into a black hole, I'll most likely die. It's like with Whipper Beer Triangle, I might find out for that 30 seconds where I'm still conscious, yeah. conscious oh. and have motor function. But after that, it really wasn't worth it. 
Speaking of black holes, maybe it's the end of a black hole. You never maybe know. it is. Maybe it is. I um, I I saw this tweet a, a wee while back, and it was like when you were younger. The Bermuda Triangle was much more of a big deal to you. Like, why is no one? Why yeah. is no one looking into this? And suddenly life takes over. But that that um, that curiosity is still there. Why oh, aren't like because it's it's uh, international waters hmm. and it's also like near shipping lanes and things like that and yeah. flight paths. Why don't organisations, maybe private organisations or government-funded organisations, why don't they look into this? And just get an answer because you've, you'll find some naive pilot like, oh, I can handle it, or I want to know the answers. And then suddenly, twenty years later, we still don't know where he is. So exactly. let's we need to look into this thing. It, it really, I didn't think I'd get that involved in the conspiracy that yes. <laughs> anyone. But thank you. No, you're welcome. Worth it. It's just totally worth it. The unknown is so interesting. Like as a kid, love horror stories. Horror stories, amazing. It's like you know this. The creepy past, exactly. Slender <laughs> Man. Uh, Smile Dog. Oh, no. Like, all those, just, even though I know they're fake, it's just, like, something just in the back of your mind is, like, maybe it could be true. Maybe I can be walking outside and I just see this lanky uh, guy without a face. Is like, you want some candy? You never know. <laughs> maybe the Bermuda Triangle is where our childhood innocent go- innocence goes. True. Yeah, true. Big worry. I look... Looking back, um, I don't know why looking back, but looking at what I've got written down for this, I've realised I forgot to get you to do your three-word intro. Oh, I was just God. looking forward to talking to you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, describe yourself in three words. It's not as if it's lost the novelty anymore, but go on. Um, Brown-bearded guy. Hmm. Well, that's a new thing, because, you know... Before lockdown, this this tremendous stash. What do you mean before lockdown? It takes you like twenty odd minutes to yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Pakistan jeans. What can I say? Proper jealous. I was saying to myself, oh. you know, I'll try and grow a mustache or a, or a beard throughout quarantine, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. It's patchy and sad. But with you, it's goodness sake, man, jealous. For that listener, I'm getting jealous. There's. Just something. Some people like it. Some people don't. My family loves it. What does your girlfriend think of it? That's what's important. Oh, she loves it. She says you better not touch it. So that's the that's the balance that you find. Do I keep her happy? Do I keep so that's that's it decided for you. Oh yeah, fair enough. You can't ever shave ever again. No, no. You're like a Jewish priest thousands exactly. of years ago. You just can't shave now. You'll see me with a full beard. But then that's the thing. If I grow a full beard, the common the misconception will be, are you a Muslim? Hmm. So, there's a fine balance. I mean, taking, maybe taking the plane, it becomes a bit more tricky. Oh, just yeah. slightly, just slightly. Just the profiling. Can you oh. step aside, please? Just a random security check. Just quote, good quote, to anyone. Random. Yeah, just hmm. step aside, please. Sure, white people, come on. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for, for bringing up um, Bermuda Triangle it, the originality is, is fantastic and it's something that I think about regularly because um, like the sea, the, the oceans we know more about what's on the surface of Mars than we do about not, about our oceans yes, it's the freaky stuff that comes out of the oceans yes. it's scary like but, like 
with space. Is, is space and the ocean are really similar? Just this dense matter of nothingness that we don't know about. Like, if you hmm. see if you see a pool, you're like, okay, there's gonna be some fish, some frogs. But the further out you go into a sea, there's nothing. It's just yeah. I can just imagine myself sitting down on a boat, looking doing a 360 and just seeing water. It would creep me out. Ah, oh, it's so scary. It's dark water that does my nothing. It's, oh, it yeah. freaks me out. I remember I was in our road with some friends and we're out on a boat and they just started jumping off the boat. And I was nervous about it because I don't like deep water. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll do it. I'll jump in. And right as I'm about to jump in, I see this red jellyfish come under. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Back to shore we go. Yeah. Get in the boat. I can't even drive it, but I'm taking control. I'm going. Uh-huh. I'm off. <clears throat> that just That just did it for me. That freaked me out. So, you know, the sea, not to be messed with, Bermuda Triangle, yeah. even more so. Precisely. It's just those, I'm not discriminating against fish, but see those little, ugly, not uglier, but different fish you get down there. They're freaky. The one, like, is it the anglerfish? When that has that kind of thing coming out of his head mm. as a ball? Like, well, funny you mentioned that because there's that blobfish, and everyone mocks the blobfish of being proper I, ugly. The blobfish Actually, it doesn't look like that in its habitat because of the pressure. So thousands of meters um, down deep into the sea, mm-hmm. it'll look different. And they, they, they actually managed to get photos. So if you manage to find a photo of a blobfish in its habitat rather than it being dragged up thousands of meters, uh, you'll actually go, actually, it doesn't look as pathetic. Yeah. I always linked the blobfish to the Pokemon Ditto. They're very yes. similar. They're the unloved Pokemon, but they're really cute. You've got to share the love with these Pokemon. Exactly. Magikarp's the best, though. Um, I'm glad we had that conversation. <laughs> I'm glad. Because we're now going to move on to the Would You Rather segment, but I'm going to hold on to these memories that we've, we've created here. So thank okay. you. You're now, the, the first question for Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have butterflies instantly appear from nowhere every time you sneeze, or have one very angry squirrel appear from nowhere every time you cough? Um, see, the thing is, I've seen so many films, so many cartoons of angry squirrels climbing up people's trousers. Vicious. I don't want that. I don't want that. Whereas butterflies, you can just kind of stand still and let them all just go up on you. And plus... Butterflies still fly. They don't just fall out, <laughs> fall out of the sky. <laughs> Just like just a butterfly shower, they just let them drop on you. You know. The thing is, once you sneeze, you tend to only sneeze once. But once you cough, you cough and cough and cough until you. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, can you just imagine one angry squirrel, and then it goes, and then you cough again, and it comes out. It does its business, coming and coming. Yeah. I don't think I'd want that. It doesn't provide the quantity of butterflies, though. How many butterflies are we talking here? That's the thing. Basically, you know, I'm going with the be- butterflies. Could be, it could be two butterflies. Butterflies are very, very cute. They are. But it didn't give a quantity, so I could sneeze and suddenly billions of butterflies. Oh, I'll be, I would just take it. I would accept it. Like, Lord, take but then it. What if you're driving? What if you're driving, right? And you sneeze and suddenly your car is full of butterflies. Okay, but That's what? not just a hazard to you. But if you're coughing and suddenly the squirrel, yeah, the squirrel's angry. And it's coming at you. Over. Is that what you can still see? You can still see. You can still see the road. You can pull over, mm-hmm. open the door, leg it, let the squirrel calm down, and then maybe have a a bit of R and R, a bit of catch, a bit of a, a bit of a session together. You 
Yeah, Bond. Yeah, Bond. I'm going to twist that it. Last, last like, or, or two weeks ago, talking about uh, one horse-sized duck. Mm-hmm. You could tame it. Same with the squirrel. Mm-hmm. Squirrels are vicious, but if you train a squirrel, you're laughing. If you cough multiple times, but no, say if you cough, tame mm-hmm. the squirrel, and then once that's tamed, you're friendly, you're tight, you're close, you cough again, and the squirrel's coming at you. But then there's another squirrel who's acting chill. That angry squirrel's going to be like, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe it's not this guy. Maybe it's, I need to change my attitude. And then suddenly, you could, you could develop an army. Of, of squirrels who can get angry as you've seen let me flip that with you again butterflies you become the butterfly whisperer every time you want an army of butterflies because you can imagine this this horde of butterflies just swarming at someone you would run for your dear life but can you tame butterflies can they be i mean tamed? you can talk to them you could just get oh, just sure. get a bit of honey just get a bit of honey put it up in the air butterflies like honey I'm guessing they're. I'm guessing they're sure. Let's go for it. No, yeah. I, I'm an avid watcher of the Sidemen. I know I am 19, turning 20. Mm-hmm. I still love the Sidemen. When I saw this question, I'm going to ask you it. Would you oh, rather get 10 million pounds on the dot, or have a really slow slug follow you wherever you go, and if it touches you, you instantly you die? die. Uh, I've always liked that question. Wait, so either or? Yeah, so would you rather get the... I, so, so I could either take £10 million with no consequences or have a, a psychopathic slug follow me throughout the earth. Yep. I'd take the slug. So that Any means day. You, can't, you can't sleep? You can't I can. do anything like that? Yes, I can. But you need to be very aware because just the slightest touch, just a little antenna. But we're talking about a slug. I've right. got a car. Hmm. <laughs> it would sk- it would catch up to you eventually. Eventually, yeah. If mm-hmm. I keep moving, say if I'm bouncing from one Airbnb to the next every night, sleeping on the streets, camping, mm-hmm. whatever. A slug. Say if I travel a hundred miles, I could be a hundred miles away in two hours. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for a slug to get a hundred miles? Never know. So say a slug travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 metres an hour. Let's just say. How many metres are in 100 miles? See, that's, now, that's maths. I'm not doing maths. I'm going to have to get Producer Dan to, to Google this. Producer Dan, <laughs> Google this, please. Because, say, you know, this this slug, it's not moving. Um, you know, it's, it's always moving. It's not, not moving, goodness sake my grammar today so it's always on the go mm-hmm. you cannot stop this thing uh, you, you cannot stop it. this thing well, no, you can't you, kill it you can't oh, strip you can't it kill water you okay. um, can't put salt on it nothing you can trap it it will still get out alright some way but I'll still take a bit more time no matter, you cannot do anything to stop this slug it will always follow you to the day you die if I put a glass over the slug a heavy glass it will go through this slug. I'm still. I, I want that. I want that risk. So <laughs> I'm saying. So all I'm saying. I want the risk. Do I? I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. But thank you very much for bringing that one up. Initiative. I like it. Question two. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be able to swim as fast as you can run, but only swim backwards, or fly 
but only as fast as you can walk. Um, well, I know there's a lot, there's more la uh, water mass than land mass on the earth, but do I really need to go on water that much? Like, I'm not traveling overseas that often. So, I think I'm going to take the flying one. Because if I'm in town, trying to get through past, trying to get past people, if they're being too slow, I can just be like, right, catch us, catch us there, hop up, fly at a steady pace, come back down. I think it would be a bit unsettling for people to watch. Because they expect yeah. people to fly, they can, you know, but it's like, all right, I'll, I'll see you later. And you just start slowly yeah. levitating away. Well, to be fair, Kimberly has said to me, I'm a really fast walker. That's the girlfriend, by the way. Shout out, Kimberly. Shout out, Kimberly Mambo. Um, but yeah, she says I'm a fast walker. So I think my my flight wouldn't be stupendous. It wouldn't be like super speed. But it would be, be more than a steady pace, to say mm. that. But I guess that depends I'm, on every person. Yeah, I'm tempted to take the swimming one because I, I prefer the backstroke anyway. Oh, um, yeah, so like, I felt you know going to swimming lessons, the backstroke. I could always swim the fastest out of all of the sort of types. The backstroke was the fastest for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so say I could backstroke at twenty five miles an hour because mm -hmm. I'm a bit fast. I'm a I'm a bit fast. Twenty five miles an hour. I don't know. I don't know uh, speeds by the way. That could be totally off. <laughs> um. I'm getting a, a shake of the head from producer Dan there. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Eighteen miles an hour. Eighteen <laughs> miles an hour swimming. That's still fast. Backwards, it's what it may be. It just means that I don't have to put my face in the water. Don't get to see the creepy fishes. True. Yeah, I'm taking that one. Well, actually, talk about bodies. The third question is: Would you rather have a great body but be very stupid, or have a very like mediocre body, but be very smart? Ooh. See, because currently I have an okay body and a stupid mind, so... <laughs> you don't what? have any, any sense yeah. I'm just like, I'll find a healthy middle. <laughs> yeah. um, Mediocrity and all, it's great. <laughs> so it was stupid but good body, or smart with bad body. Yeah. I think, you know, this is 2020, body shaming is completely out of the window, you can't do that. So I think I'd go with smart, because I'd want to be a little bit smarter than I already am. And if someone says anything to me about my weight, I'd be like, you are just a... Decimate them with your knowledge. Yeah. I would outweigh them with my knowledge. I've asked this question already today, um, and the answer I got was the same as yours. Mm. I go complete opposite. I would okay. love to be Gronk from Emperor's New Groove. Just absolute meat tank. Absolute <laughs> shredded. But tie my shoes is an issue. You know? Because when you're dumb, life is a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about much. You know, you just you just dod on fine. And people and feel also, sorry for you. Looking like a, a a titan, like a demigod, sure, I'd take that. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That's, uh, that's all they have to add on that. Mm -hmm. uh, poison for Cusco. Cusco is poison. <laughs> um, but yes. Well, now we're opening it up a little bit when it comes to questions. Okay. So that was would you rather. We can just, we can just chat. Have a, a good old gander with the yeah, goose. Yeah. A conversation. Uh, yes, a cheeky wee, a natter away. Now, the first question is, if you were to construct a super band out of five famous musicians, mm -hmm. who would you pick? Why would you pick them? And what genre of music? And just to say, this is a listener question. Thank you very much, Harris Maxwell. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. 
Thank you, Good sir. Time, boys. Well, I think first let's establish a genre. R&B. R&B favourite yes. genre. It had to yes. be. It had to be. Oh. So I, I actually, when you told me this, I went through my Spotify. I went through a couple of artists and I went through my vibes in that playlist. Vibes in that. So Goals I think... Things, games and things. Precisely. I think number one, Six Lack Black, whatever you want to call them. Black, yeah. Definitely yeah. has to be there. East Atlanta Love Letter. Oh, oh man. And his newest EP, Oh My What. Float and Outside, two songs that have helped me sleep for the past couple of days. Absolutely breathtaking. Especially when you work late shifts, you finished at twelve yeah, last night, didn't you? Uh-huh. And you know the the blessing of having AirPod Pros is I can shove one in and have Ooh, my headset. You got money. I got money. Um, I can put my headset over it, and no one knows. My boss knows that I wear them. She's like, you know, what? You work harder. Listen to your music. So shout out to Apple once me. So yes, six lap. Fora, not not well known artist, but he no, can. This man can sing. Oh, he's good. And his work, his wordplay just makes you want to cry. Pipes. Next, third, favorite of both of ours, Saba. Saba. I knew you were going to... Sirens oh, all and, the way. Yes. Saba, just sirens, just makes me want to... <sighs> Riding through that city. Yeah. Now, the fourth one is a controversial one. I would put Jaden Smith. Ah, that's a good show, actually. He's I know a lot of people don't think he's good, but you know, when he gets into his pocket of like kind of love songs, he's good. Like Fallen Summertime in Paris, things like that. Yeah, those are bellissimo. Definitely. And my the fifth one is kind of switched between two people. It's either Brent Fayaz or um, Summer Walker. I don't know who to pick. Because playing games um, by someone walking, just even though I'm a guy, I still want to cry. Bars. Um, but then Brent Fiaz, he's just so. Yeah, switch the lanes in the beamer uh-huh. with you. Brent Fiaz, yeah. I'll go for Brent. I think Brent, yeah, let's go Brent. Experience. And I think I'd want, for kind of like features, I'd want Don Tolliver. Hands down, Don Tolliver. After part. That man's voice. Just, you know, autotune is a blessing and a curse. A curse in a way that people overdo it, they sound robotic. Whereas Don Tolliver's voice just matches mm. autotune. So I think he would just be a perfect mix. So yeah, six lakh. You hear that, listeners? We're cultured. Cultured. Okay. So six lakh for uh, um, Saba, Jaden Smith, and Brent. Brent Fiaz. That would be my R&B playlist. Or group. I think... With this, it shows the difference in definitely. in us, yeah. Because I was thinking definitely folk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking um, a lot of folk as well, but a, a bunch of genres, but of the acoustic indie folk kind of level. Start with Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, one of the greatest musicians ever. Positively Fourth Street. Him, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie, man, that creation at its best. Then, when I switch up, Otis Redding. Otis Redding, got some of that stole. Mm-hmm. Who else would I have? I, I haven't put much thought into it. I was thinking, well, what would you do? Um, but the Arctic Monkeys. 
mm-hmm. put them in, get some some cheeky wee northerner kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the fifth one, uh, John Mayer. Oh yeah. John Mayer, and who would sing? It's tough because I all love their voices individually, so it would have to be taking turns on verses. Yeah, definitely. Um, that yeah, I think that shows the my complexion right there. Um, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what Ethan looks like, you can tell. Yeah, freckly. That's what I am. I'm freckly. See, it, for yeah. me, it was between R and B and rap. Like, were my I think R and B is a safe one because you could still put rap into that genre. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sarah, John Tolliver. Uh-huh. John? I said John. Don Tolliver. Don, Don. Jo- Jonathan Tolliver at your service. He sounds like an interior designer now, doesn't he? Um, yeah, that was a good question, Harris. Thank you very much. Thank you. We we'll look forward to hearing more questions from you in the future. The next question is, what book, movie, song, or video game do you wish you had created? So, content that's already been released. So... There was a series of books I was absolutely in love with as a child. Well, I say child, you know, teenager. Diary of Olympicid. That's my answer as well, yeah. <laughs> um, no, actually, I didn't go for that. Um, it was called The Shapeshifter. It was a story of a kid who had, like, his parents left him. He was stuck with his really abusive yeah. aunt. And he one day, he's looking at a fox. Bam, turns into a fox. Um, and then he goes through this kind of school... A bit like Harry Potter, you know. Kid finds out he's got powers, goes away to a school, learns what he's doing. X-Men. X-Men as well. But it was just this kind of like transition through life on how he was trying to live his life as this one person and figure out his origins. And, you know, to adults, it might just sound childish. But as a kid, I I felt absolutely in love with the story. And I wish I could have added my own little twists. But yeah, I think there was like seven or eight books. So if there's anyone under the age of 15 that's into that kind of stuff, or over, by all means, Shapeshifter series. Great series. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Thank you very much. I, I'm not aware of the series, but now you've mentioned it, the likelihood of me taking the time to consider it a little bit higher. Not sponsored again. In there. Not sponsored. For me, Interstellar, Christopher Nolan film. Oh. If, I can, if I could yeah. do if I could have directed that oh Matthew McConaughey <laughs> all right all right all right yeah that would have been fantastic just mm-hmm. a beautiful film yeah, and a beautiful man Matthew McConaughey is a looker and on to the next question before we get any more eyebrows raised what words do you think the English language could do with so you come up with a word come up with a definition oh you know may I ask you to go first I need a bit of thinking oh I'll go first this is a hard one. Squibble. Squibble. That yeah. uneasy feeling around geese. That's mine. Okay. Yeah. You've put some thought into this. I bet you're a bit surprised that I was that quick with it. Yeah, I was. Um. Oh, I kind of want a, again a word that makes you feel uneasy. Like some of my favorite words are moist. So I want a word like that. I know uh, someone who hated the na- the word neck. 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 Well, it's got a few connotations that you know you're getting neck. Oh, all that, yeah. so I can understand why. I, I know my mum doesn't like the name James or the word I know baby. so many James. It's just that A sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why it had to be specifically the name James because there's names like Amy and things like that. It's like, you know, 
It's unfair. Sorry for Jamie listening to this. Jamie, you're still fantastic. My mum still appreciates you as a person, don't worry. It's just the name. <sighs> I think my one would be Toist. Toist? Oh, that's Toist. Nice. Toist means toast. That was that. Well, that was very fun, Bilal. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But now, we have an ad to read out. So, we'll go over to the ad break. If you want to help out a young entrepreneur and you are looking for beautiful pieces of artwork to brighten up your home, take a look at the Instagram page at pretty.artworks. Run and created by Hannah Baird, she is happy to do paintings by commission and she has a number of original pieces that you can purchase on Etsy. Search for these under the name Her Pretty Artworks. They are selling fast so hurry before they're gone. And we're back. So... We enjoyed listening to that ad, recorded by my lovely sister-in-law, Emily. Thank you very much, Emily. Thank uh, you. Now we're going to play a little game. A little game. Love games. What is that game? The game is Kanye West Tweet or Chinese Proverb. I'm let you finish. Now, we've already spoken about Kanye West today, but he's worth speaking about. Mm-hmm. Agree. So, so what are you saying, mate? I'm saying I just agree 100%. Mm. Talented, controversial, something. Who doesn't love that in a man? Yeah, just, you know, so dynamic. Versatile. So, the aim of the game is, well, the aim, yeah, I'll use the word aim. The aim of the game is for you to decide whether a quote that I'm going to give you is a tweet written by Kanye West or a Chinese proverb. The incentive for you to do well is you're to get 10 correct. 10 correct. That's what. And then your prize, what, 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 what is the prize? Come on, you can tell us. The prize is you get to read the outro for the podcast. Hallelujah. You get a little bit of control. You get to read out what we've given you and then get to say whatever you want for the final little bit, shout outs, whatever. Because we haven't shouted out enough people for this podcast already today. So let's get into the game. Now the first quote here is, everything has beauty, but not everyone sees it. Is that Kanye West or was that a, a Chinese thinker? Oh, everyone Okay. I feel like I can just imagine Kanye West tweeting that out. I'm going to go Kanye. You're going to go Cam- Kanye? Camway? Camway. Kanye? I'm going to Camway. Go, go Camway. I'm right in the middle. Well, answer is... Confucius. Oh. It was Confucius who said that. But you get you got the hang of the game. It's a very straightforward game. Yeah. You understand, mm. yeah. Let's go on to question two. Recognize and embrace your flaws so you can learn from them. Sometimes it takes a little polishing for you to truly shine. Chinese. What's the answer? Can you tweet that? It was, it was Kanye's tweet, yeah? Uh huh. Clearly, Donald Kanye will, no? So you are 0 for 2 right now. Don't like losing. Don't like losing. Question 3. My greatest award is what I'm about to do. My greatest award is what I'm about to do. 
I can see Kanye saying that. Well, the answer I... is... Yes! So, the score is... One out of three. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cool. Question four. Keep your nose out of the sky. Keep your heart to God. And keep your face to the rising sun. Kanye West or Chinese thinker? Kanye. The answer is... Correct, it was Kanye West. So... Bringing us back, I'm bringing us back. You're bringing it back. Uh, you are now on two points out of four. So, here we go. I think I'm going to read about 15. Okay. And that's, yeah, it's going to get tight for you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, so the next question is... If you always give, you will always have. Always give, you always have. Chinese proverb. The answer is... It's a Chinese proverb. So you're bringing it back. I am. You've now got a three out of five. Doing well, I'm doing that. well. The comeback is on. The comeback is... Can we? Can, it, can we? No, I said can, can we? we. See? Yeah, we go. <laughs> You are now the Cavaliers up against Golden State Warriors. You got that comeback, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Question six. A bird does not sing because he has the answer to something. He sings because he has a song. A bird does not sing. Kanye, Chinese proverb. Chinese. Answer is? Chinese proverb. Look at you. Jumping up on my seat. You're now four questions out of six. Look at that. I'm gonna get ten. I'm gonna get ten. You're gonna get ten. I'm playing this right now. I want you to get ten. I, I, the underdog is now supreme, and I want to see him get that goal. You know. You know, it would have been interesting if we got them all right. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to question seven, and we'll find out. You can get it. Don't listen to what they say. Go see. Don't listen to what they say. Go see. I want to say that's proverb. You think it's a Chinese proverb? I think it's a Chinese proverb. Wow. Is that five out of seven now? I think so, yeah. Five out of seven. Five out of seven. Good to see. He's on fire. Fire. The fire is really. Let's me. see. Let's see if you can keep this up with question eight. Come on. Come question on. eight. Justice could be clearing a path for people who dream properly. Ah. Uh, well, I'm going to lose my speech. I want to say this is. Can you? The answer is. <gasps> yes. <laughs> it's Kanye. So what's the score now? What are you on? Eight. Six, six out of eight. Yeah. Well done, man. Got four <laughs> more to get and then you win. I win. Well, I need this one. I need this dub. Let's turn up the heat, shall we? People never change. They just become better at hiding who they really are. I'm better at hiding. 
people never change the combat not heading to their change mm, oh they no I think you can use these on the song these are these are tweets by the way or proverbs oh, so I can song if you yeah I want to say this is Chinese problem. Answer is? Nah. I was on a good streak. You know what? I'm proud of myself. That was a good streak. Yeah. You got a six out of nine. That's good. Well, let's keep it going. Let's keep the ball rolling. Question 10. Memories have to be our most painful blessings. Memories are our most painful blessings. So I read that incorrectly. Memories are your most painful Memories are our most painful blessings. I'm going, can you, on this one, sir? Can Answer you. is... He's back, baby, he's back. Back. Back with a vengeance. Seven out of ten. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 15 questions now. I've seen where the ground is lying. Mm-hmm. You got three more to get out of five questions. Yeah. You think you can do it? Do you think you can do it? You know what? Let's go. You think you can? Yeah, I think I can. Control your emotions or they will control you. Control your emotions or they will control you. Control your emotions or they will control you. I want to say that is Chinese. Answer is. Eight out of eleven, man. You got two more to get. Out of four questions. Let's turn up the heat. Question twelve. All things are difficult before they are easy. I wanna say that is Chinese. And the answer is One more. One more to get out of three Come on. questions. Come on. Here we go, here we go. Question, question 13? I, I, oh, I don't know. Question something. Question something, let's go. You can't look at a glass half full nor half empty if the glass is overflowing. Hmm, <sighs> this is a bit. Oh. This is the winning one, isn't it? Yeah. Match point. I want to see. This is. Can you? And the answer is. And he's won it. Look at that. I just want to thank Kanye and the Chinese Proverbs for giving us all these. Yeah, big up uh, to Kanye, big up to Confucius. Yeah. Thank you. Like, you pulled it out of the bag there. Mate, I am sweating. I kid you not, I am sweating really. <laughs> not gonna lie, they had us in the first half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was just a bit, that was something for the viewers, the listeners. That was they awesome. thought I was gonna fall down, but nah. No. That was very good. Thank you. Uh, shout out to all the haters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna like a rap intro now. Well, they never thought I could never mount nothing. <laughs> Shout out my teachers. <laughs> Biggie Smalls, where are you, boy? Um, yeah, that was good fun. Thank you very much for testing that out with us. Thank you for that. Really cheeky wee guinea pig this week.
Thank you. Uh, I think everyone is the guinea pig for each week, though, because really, True. what am I doing? That's just trying new things, you know? Producer Dan, how are we for time? Good. <laughs> so, it looks like you get to the outro this week. Yes. Oh, would you look at that? Whenever you're ready. Well, as the winner, I have the great privilege of doing the outro. So, thank you all for tuning in. I would like to thank myself, the guest, for coming on. Thank Ethan for the wonderful hosting. And thank the Phantom Dan for... Um, Thank you for tuning in to the episode of Voice Note Sessions. If you want to contact us, contact us via Twitter at VNS Podcast or the Voice Note Sessions at gmail.com. If you want your questions on next week's episode, send us your chosen questions in a voice note at Voice Note Sessions on Instagram. And before we end, let's have a couple of shout outs, shall we? So, shout out to, well, I have to do this first, Kimberly, Kimberly Manway. I'm seeing you later on today, so I hope everything is tip-top. Can't see your parents. Shout out to the youngins in Paul Shaw's congregation. Probably won't hear this, but you know what? I'll send them all a link. You know, get the uh, viewers up. Shout out to the family, who isn't doing too hot right now, but I'm sure can revive that group chat. But yeah, again, thank you, Ethan, for having me. And tune in next week for another episode of Voice Note Sessions. Thank you very much, Bilal. It's been fantastic having you on. Thank you for doing thank the you. intro. And thank you for shouting out Lockdown for Amchat on group chat on uh, WhatsApp. I mean, that. I did leave the group chat, but it's, it's nice that you guys are, are doing all right. I'm a busy guy, what can you say? But honestly, oh. thanks, Bilal, for, for coming on. It's been fantastic fun. Your viewpoints and outlooks are great. Uh, thanks to the Phantom Producer Dan, wherever you are, up in the ether. Thank you for your support. And you thank you to you, the listeners for listening in and catch us next time on Voice Note Sessions.